Think again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to our 49th program of Think Again, and our seventh remotely done program in the time of the coronavirus. Think Again is presented to you by the Borderlands Cooperative. It's an organization that has been dedicated to social change for more than 20 years. I'm Jacques Boulet, and Jennifer is not with us today. But we have David Hall on the line to have a conversation with me, remotely, that is. He wrote a very interesting article in the issue of the new community, which is to come up. And he'll be talking with me about community development and uh, linking that to the 1970s context where the uh, Australian Assistance Plan was launched and comparing that with the present post-virus recession one. Welcome to the program, David. Thank you, Jacques. So today... As I already said a bit, today we're remembering and talking about the Australian Assistance Plan, which was a national social development plan that emerged under the Whitlam government almost almost 50 years ago, a plan that was oriented to uh, what was then freshly created regions, which sat between the states and local councils, and was fully committed to or so it appeared, local grassroots development and participation. And David was very much part of that initiative, and he will tell us a bit what was right and wrong about this interesting-sounding initiative from his perspective. So, David, first, could you briefly tell us a bit about your background, including your involvement with the Australian Assistance Plan, or AAP, uh, acronymized, and what you have been doing since up to the present day? <laughs> You've only got half an hour. Come on. Uh, well, look very briefly in relation to the AAP or Australian Assistance Plan, mm-hmm. or some people just call it the Plan. Um, my mm-hmm. background relevant to that strangely had been journalism, youth work, general social work, community development, something called social planning, but I doubt it was much to do with planning and a whole background in policy development, I was much more interested in the social justice themes of the AAP than I was in the regional emphasis. But um, as you've pointed out, regionalisation was then a big issue for the reformist government, the reformist with the government, which saw itself as having very limited time to achieve many, many aims. I was engaged because of my social work, community development, slash social planning background. Uh, What I found very helpful was some of the other background that hadn't been known to those who hired me at the time. Is that enough? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. But for our younger... I beg your pardon? 
what I should say is since then, quite relevant to my assessment of where we're at now, has been some uh-huh. involvement with the Bendigo Bank's community banking uh, uh-huh. sector and the initiatives there have so much in common with the AAP, certainly in terms of principle, Mm -hmm. uh, and I've found that the background with the AAP has been very helpful there, and I suspect Mm -hmm. that there's some lessons still to be drawn out about that involvement. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. In the last issue of the New Community, we had also an article about uh, sort of that uh, that initiative of the Bendigo Bank. So yes. interesting. Yes. But for our younger listeners, and I mean, it's now <laughs> almost two generations ago, could yep. you describe the context a bit in which the AAP came about? Yeah, really exciting times. And you're quite right. Probably there's very few of our audience who would be other than puzzled, the Australian Assistance Plan, what on Mm -hmm. earth was that? But uh, Mm. it came as part of a very big reform agenda, trying to get back to the basics of what governments should be about and where the lines should be drawn between government responsibility and community responsibility. And then Mm. the opportunities seen in regionalising efforts. So we won't get caught up in definitions, but not many people were very clear what they meant by community development. Regionalisation then seemed to have lots of legs to run with. And I think it was very thoughtful opportunism to say, well, look, let's run with that. Let's get behind this regionalisation thrust of the Whitlam government Mm. and see what we can do to better coordinate the efforts. Collaboration probably is the better word. uh, To get collaboration, collective involvement, collective ownership, as we now say it, around regional needs and regional possibilities. Um, For those who don't know, the basis of the AAP was an experiment. It was said to be a bold experiment. There were many, many different versions of that experiment in the regions around Australia, and that was intended. But the fundamentals were that the ordinary people would be helped to have their say in what was important to their community, in this case, meaning with a regional perspective. Mm -hmm. I like the sound of that. (laughs) I I do admit that. (laughs) That (laughs) That that came in 1985 and it was still gloriously active, I have to say, when I started to teach social work. So on that note, let's turn to uh, song, You'll Never Sorry, Walk Alone. Sorry, can I just ask by... you? Yeah, okay, yeah, it's gloriously yeah. active. I need to know more about that, please, after the song. Righto. Yeah, good Oh, that's good. So, You'll Never Walk Alone by Gary and the Pacemakers, and that is followed by a promo. You walk through a storm Hold your hand up high And down the dark 
the end of a storm. There's a golden sky and the sweet silver sound of love. Walk Carol here. You might remember me from some of the shows I used to do on 3CR, like uh, Vinyl and Shellac and Gasp and, of course, Hot Damn Tamale, which I presented alongside Werner Martin for many years. Uh, I came into 3CR as a very young person uh, and learned a lot about not only radio and broadcasting, but also the amazing diversity and uh, richness of the community that we're operating in and I'd like to say to all of you and I hope that you're all staying connected as you always have done through this wonderful radio station that I hope that you're finding some comfort from uh, your association with 3CR from the shows that you listen to, the music that's played and also the up-to-date and incredibly accurate and well-researched information that you receive. God bless you all or whoever bless you all and uh, take care. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Today I'm talking with David Hall about community development in the 70s and contrasting it a little bit with what happens today. Right now we're focusing on the Australian Assistance Plan, the AAP, introduced by the Whitlam government in the mid-1970s. So, David... What was the purpose of the AAP and how was it deployed across the country and into the regions? Well, the purpose was literally an experiment in getting greater involvement from government and the people in the business of communities. So 
when I say the business, the business of being a community, the very essentials of creating community and having people involved in a way that was meaningful for them. There's a lot of misunderstanding. The plan remained an experiment at the time that the Fraser government came into power and said, no, not for us, thanks. Uh, it was never, actual, I suppose we could say, actualised to the extent that some of us had envisaged. We still don't know, I, I think, I contend, we still don't know exactly what the uh, capacity of the plan would have been because, it, as I say, it remained an experiment. But we are on a program called Think Again. I reckon that it is well worth thinking again about some of the principles of the plan, which, as I said earlier, were really about regional collectivity, a planning process to try to ensure that no one interest dominated in the regional community. If you can have a regional community, I doubt there's any such thing, but we, that, that's semantic. Uh, and that you, it needed to be very flexible to meet different requirements. I've been looking back on some early documentation and I'm really absolutely alarmed to say we didn't seem to ever take account of Indigenous communities and Indigenous regional collectives. Uh, how that was overlooked, I'm not sure. It was picked up in a later initiative in which I was involved, the Royal Commission on Australian Government and Administration and its Regional Task Force. And by the way, that's a forgotten doc, um, report or series of reports that has so much to tell us today. I'm astounded that so few commentators mm. seem to even recall the Coombs Commission, but that's a different story, although very much yeah, related, yeah. different but related. Mm -hmm. mm. Were, were there now, any resistances against the intervention or the, the AAP uh, into, in, on state and on local levers? Levels and uh, well, it that was, it was abusive into the power systems which were localised and on a state basis. Was there something like that? Oh, definitely, Jacques. Um, there was, I mean, look, there was a lot of support for it um, mm -hmm. as a concept. <laughs> but when mm -hmm. it started, when, when regional councils for social development, which was the main mechanism of the plan, when regional mm -hmm. councils for social development started to get some runs on the board or some teeth or whatever descriptors we want to use, then the established power structures took fright. And mm -hmm. we even got... Victoria really could be said to have been the state that showed the way with the Australian Assistance Plan concepts mm -hmm. and principles, but Victoria was the one who went to the High Court to argue that the plan was unconstitutional. Oh, God, <laughs> they're right. A, a bit of a strange situation mm. there, but that was definitely, in my view, mm -hmm. uh, a feeling mm. of threat, that mm. here was mm. the Commonwealth 
look, it may have even been, unfortunately, some of, some paranoia in it that this mm. was a cunning plot by the Commonwealth to take over the responsibilities of the state, even though, as I say, and I've looked back again on documentation, most of the states at a formal level were mm -hmm. purporting great support for the AAP mm. in terms of the regional councils. And right? some of them yeah. already had something akin to regional councils for mm -hmm. social development. Mm -hmm. They went under various names. Mm. But mm. the concepts of trying to pull together all of the parties that could benefit a community, not just in a local sense, but communities of interest, trying to find commonalities of purpose, those yep. principles, I think, were pretty well accepted across Australia. Yeah, the difficulties yeah. came, as I say, when <laughs> regional councils had to find representation from all of the elements of their regions. That was a mm. big ask, and mm. even today would be almost impossible. Uh, Is that right? Yeah. When those interests started to, to mm -hmm. have disparate aims and disparate goals, um, mm. yeah, the experiment showed that it's very, very difficult yeah. to, to achieve. Yeah, immunity. and then, of course, came the, the dismissal, and yeah. that was then basically the end of it, wasn't it? On uh, that note, let's just go to another promo, and then after the promo, we talk again. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you need to renew your subscription? Make a donation. Or pass on some information to a programmer. We can't get to the phone all the time right now, but we're still here. You can call us on 03 9419 Each weekday between 1 and 5pm and talk to a staff member. That's 03 9419 3CR Community Radio, here to stay. Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today I'm talking with David Hall about community development in the 70s, the AAP. So at the moment, already before the COVID-19 pandemic, like in the mid-70s, there are signs and there were signs before of a new recession, similar to the early mid-70s, and they have deepened dramatically. And there are certainly also signs that our civil society could do with a bit of a shake-up. So, David, how do you think our times compare with the 70s as an environment which made the AAP possible and probably now impossible? <laughs> well, let's leave aside whether, whether it is impossible, but mm. what made it possible are the relief of a change of government. Let's face it, whatever people's political persuasion, there was a huge mm -hmm. sigh of relief that we had a government that was dedicated to changing the agendas. You know, really bold stuff. In, in, incredible mm -hmm. when you look back at how much was achieved in those first 100 days. Uh, so that, that was part of the climate. I would think... I'm, I can't prove this. I think there was more passion about involvement then. I mm -hmm. think people were tired of 
being treated as just voters and wanted to be involved. They didn't necessarily know how they, mm-hmm. they could best be involved, but I think there was a general movement. Uh, look, it's, it's difficult with generalisations, isn't it? But I think that it could be argued persuasively that peop- in, a, in a general sense, people wanted more involvement. And I Mm -hmm. think the other thing was that the notion of power to the people, or Mm. more so it should have been power of the people, uh, was seen as a a pretty cool thing. You know, this is what we need. Mm. Let's let's remember that this went along... I'm not... We've got to be careful about drawing analogies, but Mm -hmm. remember this went alongside black power in the US... Mm -hmm. The whole mm-hmm. movement, flower power, all of these movements which demonstrated that people mm-hmm. do count. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good to, don't you think we could or should be working towards a similar project nowadays? And would it be possible in the present context? Or what would it take, you think, to well, get to get I've the got similar thing? Suggestions and and I I confess immediately they're they're probably not well developed. Universal Mm -hmm. Basic Income or Basic Income Earth Network uh, is the the better framework. Universal Basic Income has been misunderstood as simply being about payments to all of us. It's much Mm -hmm. more than that. And the Basic Income Earth Network framework suggests much more. It's about Mm -hmm. understanding the collectives. It's about getting back to some of those principles of the AAP that doesn't matter how rich or poor, there is a level Mm -hmm. of involvement that we can have and it better be in reflecting realities of our earth as it now is, so Mm -hmm. climate change Mm -hmm. and all of those things. And the other, and this is a bit of a left-field one, there's a thing called the Australian National Development Index, ANDI for mm-hmm. short, yep. and it's developing measures of well-being to break free from the chains of gross national product, productivity and growth as the way we rate ourselves. You know, we do need different ways of conceiving what we are as a people. And mm-hmm. if we're going to keep being stuck on productivity and growth in the way we see it at the moment, then I think we're in for a really rough time. Um, mm. I, I think that the, the song you've played in the break, You'll Never Walk Alone, maybe mm-hmm. that almost sums up the essence of the Australian Assistance Plan and how it could be reconstructed. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was mm. almost its theme. You, you don't have to walk alone. Yeah. I, I know we're all saying we can. We're all in this together. It wasn't done in that glib way. It was a really genuine attempt to find how we could be in it together mm. Uh, mm. and to recognise difference because mm. that was essential too. Yeah. So yeah. there's a big mm. question I ask myself: Was the AAP to use the most overused word in the English language. Now, was it unprecedented? No, it wasn't. It had impeccable uh, 
I think, precedents, yeah. impeccable precedents, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and principles. Can it be replicated? I don't think so, certainly not as the Australian Assistance Plan, and I know I'm repeating myself, but I think key principles can be, and I mm-hmm. think that would mean that we would have to be trying to... Um, get back to a notion of participation, engagement, involvement, mm-hmm. ownership, buy-in, you know, the descriptors that we bandy around. But what about if we looked at creating a culture of community and collective responsibility mm-hmm. with collaboration, cooperation, but based on, and this is a point I think we overlook, it was based on a notion of social inquiry, mm-hmm. knowing our communities, really getting to the heart of what makes our community tick, which mm-hmm. was the thesis that we developed in one of our community bank uh, forums. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And from that, we developed what would be called a steering committee in other, in other venues, but we called it a pilot boat. And we yeah, kept yeah, saying, yeah. this is not a tugboat, it's a pilot boat to try to help the community to get to the destination it chooses. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So that was the collective element. Thank you so much, David. For, we're sort of running out of time now. Okay. And certainly what you have just been saying is very, very similar to the kinds of things we are trying to do at the Borderlands Cooperative and I with the are. New Community yes. Journal. Can I just to, say, to, to get back to a generative and, kind of way of uh, living with one another and with the nature, uh, and I think what was just before our program was uh, the voice, the voices of the uh, school kids demonstrating for yes. a, a better response to the climate. Yep. So thank you so much for sharing your invaluable knowledge and your memories and insights with us today from your first-hand experience. Pleasure. Can so, I just uh, quickly say, social inquiry has to go with mechanisms for coordination of activity. Is that all right? Yep. Yep, okay. that's fine. Absolutely, absolutely. That is basically part of every handbook and community development yep. I know. Exactly. So uh, the coming issue of the new community is actually about grassroots work and pretty much about working from the bottom up. And you can also read a full article written by David uh, in that issue, which is coming out in about three weeks. Uh, Jennifer asked me to share two quite important campaigns happening at the moment. One is for more social housing to be built as a matter of urgency. If you're online, go to Everybody's Home Petition. And again, Everybody's Home Petition. The other campaign is to maintain Centrelink payments at a livable level. Uh, following the coronavirus, and David already referred also to a general, a generalised uh, basic income for all. For those who are online, go to Raise the Rate. That is Raise the Rate. The campaign is coordinated by ACOS, the Australian Council for Social Services. And remember, you can also lobby your local MPs directly. That's what they're there for. Uh, thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio with uh, Jacques Boulet and today with David Hall. Remember, 
If you do want to send us a message or ask about anything from today's program, you can email Borderlands, borders at borderlands.org.au. Just put Think Again in the subject line or go to 3CR website for podcasts of all of our past 49 programs. Thank you to Leanne as well for helping us uh, with uh, this and stay tuned for the following program, Jailbreak, which gives a voice to prison inmates, their families and friends. To bring us in this, into this program, we have World Turning by Yoto Hindu. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.